0: Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. And he was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and he could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest With a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Four times as much. And Jesus said unto him this day, is salvation come to this house for as much as he is he also is a son of Abraham for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost and using verse 3 Luke chapter 19 and verse 3 and he sought to see Jesus who he was And could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And using that first portion of the verse of scripture, and he sought to see Jesus, who he was. And I'd like to preach on the thought of a message, when you see Jesus. When you see Jesus. Uh, Brother Jonas, Chief Melion, would you please pray, sir?
1: Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity you gave us to hear your word, God. Let we receive the word and we can see you, God. Don't let us act on our own or go in a tree, but let your spirit open our eyes. We can see when you pass by, God. Oh, give the preacher the word we need, God, for the salvation I pray in the name of
0: Jesus. Amen. It says that Zacchaeus was chief. Among the publicans. Does that mean he was in the Navy? I didn't know that. Zacchaeus was an E-7 in the United States. No, that means he was a chief. He was a gunnery sergeant. Did you know that? He was. A... No, he wasn't. In the uh, Army, I think it's sergeant first class. And in the Air Force, who in the world knows their ranks? They turn them upside down. And Anyway, so. But suffice to say, Zacchaeus was the big man on campus. Okay, He was the big dog. But the Bible says... When he went to see Jesus, there was an impediment he faced. He was little of stature. He was short. So as the the adults began to gather and throng, he couldn't see over them. You see the little head kind of bouncing over like a little kid. So he went and climbed up a tree so he could get a better view. It says, keep looking up. Motivational advice for most people. Necessary advice for short people. (laughs) Someone said at least one advantage of being short is that you get to be in front for all the pictures taken every time. <laughs> Isn't it in the Marines they did like stand, sit, kneel? Do they still do that? Stand, sit, kneel? Well, you could just go stand, and if you're short, just stand in the front, right? So, but that's what he was facing. He was at a vertical challenge in his life, right? And so, you know, we all face challenges in our life. And, uh, you know, that life is really about overcoming these challenges. You know, that we didn't see that he filed a grievance with the government or that he wrote a letter to his parents and say, why did you pass this DNA to me? If I was taller, then I could see Jesus. But you see that he began to look around. He was rich. So somehow he overcame being poor and accumulated some money. He had a brain. And you know what? That's the greatest tool that you have, that God gave you. It's not your height. It's not your biceps. But it's that mind that God gave you. And so he looked around. And I like what Samson did. You know, Samson, he... uh, He uh, faced a 1,000 Philistines, and the Bible said, I can just see Samson looking around. You ever had a 1,000 people approach you getting ready to get a scrap on? Say, you know what? I would do my best impression of Carl Lewis, right? I'd be like, no, I'd be gone, right? Say, well, can you run? But he didn't. Samson was a fighter, and he looked around, and there it was. He saw the new jawbone of an ass. So he went down, and he picked up this club, and he's like, bring it! And he slew a thousand men. Now, I've watched UFC fights. I've watched street brawls. I've never seen one dude take on a thousand men. And you know, after that, the Bible said he cast it away. And he was thirsty. And he began to complain unto God. He said, God, you delivered me. Now I'm going to die of thirst. And the Bible said God used the same tool. And he made water. It was a jawbone fountain, right? You've never seen that. They have jawbones that go behind your ear, right? That's for one of those old, uh, I don't know if they're still used anymore. But this was a jawbone water fountain. And fresh water came out of that jawbone. And, you know, sometimes we we throw things away too quickly that God says, hey, I can use that for something else. But you see, Zacchaeus was a man that he looked around. There were no jawbones that were going to help him, but he saw a tree. So he began to climb that tree. And to see Jesus, for he was to pass by that way. I, I, I was deal, God was dealing with my heart about this message last night. When you see Jesus, you know, what happens when you see Jesus? And you know, that's what we work to pro, pro, uh, project at the gospel, at a gospel message, you preach Jesus. You don't preach yourself, you don't preach your opinions, but you preach about Jesus Christ and him crucified. And risen from the dead. You preach that Jesus died on the cross. And that his blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins. And that when Jesus, when you do that, you know what happens? Jesus begins to pass by our lives. And I like what Jonas said. Chief among the Navy. (laughs) Jonas said, uh, I'm going to paraphrase. He said basically, basically let us realize that you're passing by don't let don't pass by us without us noticing you and you know that a lot of times it said something like that right don't 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 let us neglect you passing by when you lift up the cross and you lift up jesus christ then jesus literally passes by that's why the apostle paul said he said i'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because he said something about preaching the gospel. He said, it is the power of God, when Jesus passes by, he passes by. Now, I've never seen Jesus in the flesh. But when you preach the gospel, Jesus is made manifest to our lives. And the Bible said not just a picture of Jesus, but the very power of Jesus Christ comes by our life. And that Zacchaeus, he wanted to see Jesus for himself, who he was. Well, he got maybe more than he bargained for. The Bible says, when, he, when you see, well, he said he sought to see Jesus, and God laid this on our hearts. So when, when you see Jesus, what happens? I want to look at three things. When you see Jesus, he sees you. <laughs> you know, Zacchaeus didn't really want Jesus to see him. Zacchaeus didn't, you know, have you ever put someone on your, on your shoulders? Whew. And when kids get a little bit heavier, it's not as much fun. You see adults put adults on their shoulders, like when they're in the pool, so that they have that gravity of the pool and they're only like, like sticking out. But if you have an adult on your shoulders, man, you're pretty strong, right? But if you're on someone's shoulders, then you can just see them, right? They just stick up. And they do that at rock concerts, right? The girls will get on the boyfriend's shoulders or whatever, and so that they can go, woo! He didn't want that, did he? He wanted to be in the tree. You know, when you're in the tree, it's like, preacher, I'm just going to go cruise on Facebook because I want to do it anonymously. I don't want anyone to see me. Not Facebook. Um, Google. I'm going to just go and surf and no one will see what I look at. You know what? That's not really true either, is it? Because my wife, she said she was looking up like computers or something. What were you looking up, Sister Bigelow? She was looking up something on, a, on a, the web browser. Was it Chrome or something? We were looking up something. And then you start to see advertisements pop up for computers. It's like, look at that. How did they know? Maybe you're not so anonymous. Maybe that algorithm sees you typing it. Just try it. Just put in something so weird, like a trip to Uzbekistan, okay? Watch for travel advertisements to Uzbekistan. Who knew? No, it's not a coincidence because the, the browser sees you. The preacher, I'm going to change what I do. Maybe you ought to change what you're searching for because they see that. You know, when TikTok, when they see you hover over a video, you know what you do, what it, what they do. This is absolutely true. When you hover over a video, it gives you more videos like that. All you have to do is stay looking at that video. So all of a sudden, it gathers information and begins to give you what it thinks you want more of. You say, Preacher, I don't want anyone to see my TikTok. Right, because it's what you're looking at. But you see, he was just like that because with Jesus, we want to see Jesus. We don't really want to see Jesus to see us like we are. We just want to see Jesus. But, uh, you know, we, we climb up that tree. and We kind of look between the leaves like, you know, you pull up the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the shades or whatever. But I... I remember being in the Marine Corps. I, maybe Marvin made me think of this, but in the Marine Corps in Paris Island, they had these little friends called sand fleas. Did you go to Paris Island? Oh. Did you ever meet any friends named sand fleas? Oh. So there's these little fleas. What do fleas do? They bite. They don't hurt. They itch. And they get under. They like water. So they, did, you, did you get some sand fleas? I wasn't in Paris. Oh, okay, Hollywood. Sorry. it's back and forth there's two places where the marines train and the, the Hollywood marines the ones that train in MCRD San Diego make fun of the Paris Island marines because there's no hills because all of you guys it's flat and you train with the women well in Hollywood there's mountains right but in Hollywood we joke that they get issued sunglasses and you know whatever so it's still hard training well one of the things we have in, in South Carolina is sand fleas and you say well no big deal no big deal I counted 40 bites on like one arm I think and 20 bites on the other arm when we received our rifles because you, you weren't allowed to kill them. You were allowed to let them bite you and stand at the position of attention or whatever else they told you to do. So one time we were in a formation and I had one or two or I don't know how many little friends had congregated under the sweatband of my, my hat which we call the cover and so I'm like. I can't see the drill instructor. That was the guy in charge. So what I'm gonna do is just Just I'm gonna kill it because I'm like he can't see me Because I can't see him (laughs) Do you think he saw me he saw me (laughs) I Did this and I'm like sweet I got away with it right and I heard oh no oh No, you know where we're going. Now, thankfully, I was new. We all were new, so he didn't know my name yet. <laughs> and the whole platoon got sent to a little sand... Pl- we even played in the sandbox. It's a big sandbox. Did you still have a sand pit? Oh, I got a sent there for the first time. And I never told anybody. <laughs> but we were all doing push-ups and everything. Why? And Because I couldn't see him. Oh, but he could see me. You yeah. know, it's the same thing with Jesus. When when we see Jesus, we just realize the Bible said that Jesus looked up into the tree. He didn't even ask him his name. Look at what he said. He said, Jesus came to the place, looked up and saw him and said unto him, what's your name? No, he said, hey, Zacchaeus. He knew exactly who he was. Whoa. You know, God knows our name, but God knows way more about us than our name. And he said, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down for today. I must abide at thy house. You know, come to the house of God, you're like, oh wait, God sees everything I do? Everything. (laughs) Not just everything you do, everything you think. (laughs) The Bible says, for the word of God is quick. That means it's alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart and then it says neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do mm-hmm. have you ever gone to the doctor before and they get you a checkup and you get a physical maybe you haven't done that when you're young you do it when you're older and I usually every year I get a physical and I really I'm good on certain things right I'm good on the weight and I'm good on the blood pressure uh, I'm good on the what's the other things they check high weight blood pressure sugar. sugar I'm good on the sugar but there's one thing how did you know <laughs> you're right And I have my excuses, and I'll spare you my excuses. We all have our excuses, right? Uh, Everyone, like someone says, but, 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 but. Someone said, we all have a butt, And some are bigger than others. (laughs) But we all have our excuses. It's like, oh, but, 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 but. So at my checkup, that's the one thing I'm waiting. I say, forget all this other stuff. How is my cholesterol? Well, It brought some friends the last time. So I was up. If it was a a higher number that was good, man, I'd be a star student, right? But I was over 200. They want you to be under 200. You'll find that out when you get older. It doesn't matter when you're young. But, you know, my heart and my focus when the doctor's there is on the blood. You know, that's the focus, not on our blood. But when Jesus sees us, the one thing that should be our focus is on the blood. God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And when someone preaches Jesus Christ and he sees us, he's not looking at our blood. He's not looking at our works. He's looking at his works and His blood, and His sacrifice, and His ability. And the Bible says that when Jesus Christ makes us free, we'll be free indeed. Why? Because of the blood. The blood, and we come to the house of the Lord, and there's times, if you've been a Christian and you've just been overwhelmed, let me tell you, you can plead the blood. And bless a preacher, but there's so much going on in my life, how many times have we acted and gotten frustrated when we should have just gone and said, Jesus, I plead the blood? That's what God is looking for when he looks at us. He looks for the blood of Jesus Christ applied to our heart. And that's what happens when you give your life to Jesus. Jesus applies the blood to your heart. You see, when we see Jesus, he sees, well, we realize he sees us. He already sees us. That's why if you just say a scripture that people who aren't even involved in what you're doing... They'll begin to look around. Why? Because the scripture has power. It has power. I shared this before, but I was talking to a gentleman at Publix, at the vestibule area. So it's between where they sell the water, you know, that between the inside and the outside in the, in the middle of the sliding doors. And I was talking to him about Jesus and he attended another church, but we were talking about God. He was excited about God. And, um, so I began to talk to him about what it said in Luke. It says, because he was giving unto God, he was serving the Lord, helping some disadvantaged kids and giving his time. I think it was like basketball or something. And he was excited about serving God. And I said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. And this lady came out of nowhere. She was coming out with her shopping cart. She said, press down, shake it together and running over. And she just kept going out the door. And I was like, that's the way that it is. It's not my gospel. It's not my word. It's the word of God. And as she was coming through, she realized, man, that's true. And she began at where I was reading and from my heart. She began to just continue it. Man, I'm thankful that the word of God is true. And all we've got to do is receive it for ourselves. And there's something about when you claim the word of God and let the word of God do something in your life. When we see Jesus, he sees us, and then we see ourselves differently. I heard this, this story about this man who was going around correcting his kids. Have you ever yelled at your kids? Have you ever said, I'm not going to act like my parents, and then you find yourself doing it? It's like, man, you're just like my mom. Maybe you revert because you get frustrated, right? Well, this man was running around trying to correct his kids, yelling at his kids. True story. And he looked in the mirror, and he saw his face. And his face was, you know, just that, that rage in his face. And it shocked him when he saw how much fear he was probably putting into his kids. You know, little kids. And it said he changed He just changed his entire demeanor. I think his name was Rocky, but it said he was no more like Rocky. He wasn't just rocking everything around, but he became calm in his demeanor because he realized he saw himself. You know that when Jesus comes to our life, we begin to see ourselves, and that's the hardest thing to see, isn't it? Isn't it we get in our own way all the time? We make excuses for ourselves, but no one else gets any grace. But oh, when it's me, preacher, You know, when other people are on the road exceeding the speed limit, they're deranged maniacs, right? They just broke out of a prison or they just carjacked someone. But if we speed, we got a pretty good reason, right? Right? That's the way that no one's going to agree, right? But that's about the way that it is. So when other people, they're tax line cheats, but if we get audited by the IRS and they find a problem, oh, it was an honest mistake. You know, my daughter has this word. Oh, man. God bless preachers, kids. Daddy, it was an accident. Sometimes there's a lot of accidents. You know, that a lot of times we like say, well, preacher was someone else that did it on purpose with me. It was a complete accident. You know, like that man, he accidentally with his face bumped into my fist. Seven times. (laughs) Accidentally. And then the other fist. Seven times. He just hit my fist with his face. Right? And then fell on the ground. But when we see Jesus, we see ourselves. I like what it says. It said uh, that Zacchaeus came down and received him joyfully. He said, Jesus, just come on in. I like the disciples. They said they received Jesus as he was. Just whatever Jesus says, if I've got to make some changes, Let it be, Jesus. Let me make some changes. God makes some changes in my life. But you see, he received them joyfully. We saw ourselves, we see ourselves differently. So Well, preacher, I need to make this change. Let me tell you, I am married. I have someone who evaluates my life besides Jesus. And this is my wife. You know, have you ever done this? Like where some husband makes a statement, they say something, and you don't really kind of think that that's not the way that it is. You know what I'll do? I'll just say, oh, and I'll look at the wife. And sometimes the wife's like, <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's the real thing, right? Because the, sometimes we don't see ourselves as other people do. And I remember when sometimes preachers would be preaching, and they would say something, and they're, on the pulpit, there'd be Pastor Keckle would be sitting over on the, on the, on the stage And I'd look over at Pastor Keckle because that kind of didn't seem right. And Pastor Keckle would be like, his eyebrow would go up, like, what? You know, sometimes we can say things, but you know what? Uh, You know that I'm thankful that in Jesus Christ, the preacher, are you perfect? Oh, goodness. You know, the more you get to Jesus, the more Jesus realized the biggest room in our spiritual house is what? The room for improvement. God, make me better. God, make me gentler. God, make me uh, more humble. God, give me grace. God, show me myself. And the last thing is when we see Jesus, not only he sees us, we see ourselves. And when I got saved, I saw myself and I realized, man, I am a sinner. I need to change my ways. And it wasn't that I was just not as bad as other people. I needed to stop doing the things that I was doing. And I did. I I changed. I got saved. I said, God, I repent. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to make it like you want me to be. And, and, and uh, let me tell you, I had to change everything. <laughs> uh, when we see Jesus, the last thing is we see others differently. We'll see others differently. Didn't Jesus say, love your enemies? Not hate them. Not shoot them. Not marginalize them. What did he say to do? He said, bless them? Your enemies? Yes. That's what Jesus said, because before I got saved, guess what? I was an enemy of God. <laughs> enemies in our mind by wicked works. But Jesus came into my life, and I became a friend of God. And God changed me, and I realized, you know what? God can change others. What's my job? Bless them. Do good unto them. And the last thing is, pray for them. Your enemies? Yeah, because I see them differently. You know that a lot of times, you know what we, why we sin. We're trying to find peace and joy and happiness. You're trying to find in a woman or in some type of drugs or in some type of activity. We're just looking for the same things. Let me tell you, Jesus will give you the things that you're looking for in all of those other places. Wasn't there a song, looking for love in all the wrong places? You know what, God, you'll find love in Christ. I remember, so there was a... uh, when jesus was speaking in the sermon on the mount he said and why beholdest thou the moat the little speck that is in thy brother's eye but considerest not the beam like a broomstick right that is have you ever seen someone with a broomstick in their eye i mean i I wonder if people are listening to jesus like i've never seen that before but i was like someone's got like a broomstick coming out of their eye they go into the uh you know, to the ER, and they've got like an entire broomstick in their eye. I mean, that would be something that would be a viral YouTube video, okay? You're getting a million hits on TikTok, okay? But that's what Jesus said. You're looking at some little minute thing, but he said, you don't see yourself. And you've got big issues, capital I-S-S-U-E-S. And he said, or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam... Is in thine own eye. He said, "How are you going to help your brother when you can't see him because you're being blinded by this big uh, broomstick?" And he said, "Thou hypocrite! First cast out the beam out of thine own eye." You know, some things God won't do for us; we have to do. Sometimes God will just say, "Hey, you need to do this." We're like, "Okay, boom! I'm going to stop being like that." Maybe it's judgmental. I'm it so judgmental. Let's start so loving people. I'm give them a, give them a break. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they're going through a crisis. Maybe they lost their loved one. Maybe they're just coming out of an addiction and they're grumpy, okay? Give them some grace. He said, cast out the beam out of thine own eye and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of that brother's eye. It didn't say we just let him go. And so have you ever done that? Have you ever delivered a moat out of someone's eye? Now, if you're a parent, you might have. A little speck gets in your eye and just in there, you can't, you can't get it. You can't really see it. It's on your eyeball. It just hurts. And when you move your eye, it scratches. Well, I was working for a tile company, and I was delivering tile. And one of the guys cutting the tile, he probably wasn't wearing safety glasses because guess what? That's just how people roll, huh? And he got a little piece of tile like in his eyeball. and. He didn't really speak any English, okay? I think he was from Cuba, but he didn't really speak any English. And he just motioned over for me to come over to where he was. And he pointed at the, the, the moat or the speck of tile that was in his eye. And then he was wearing like a white T-shirt. He put his thumb under his T-shirt and made it into like an applicator and motioned for me to kind of put my thumb under his T-shirt and get the moat and dab it out of his eye brother that is a very delicate thing you could damage his eye you could scratch something and let me tell you I didn't feel judgment there I felt like God let me be as gentle as I can because if I mess this up I'm gonna hurt the man more than I'm gonna help him and if my memory serves me correctly, by the grace of God, you know, we got the little thing out. And guess what? He just went back to work, and I let my blood pressure calm down, and I went on my own way. But I realized, you know what? You know, when someone needs our help, let us help them. Let us see someone, man, I can help that person. If I can't help them, I don't want to hurt him. I'm not going to get on a bandwagon. I'm not going to get on the comment section. I'm just going to love people. Because you see, when you see Jesus, Jesus said, Salvation has come to this house. Zacchaeus made a declaration. He said, look, if I've done something wrong, I'm going to restore it. He said, I'm going to make my taxes right. (laughs) I'm going to, if if I've taken something, I'm going to go fix it. I'm going to go do it right. And that's what God is looking for. Just repentance. Just start doing it right now. There was a sister, and I'll leave you with this. She said years ago, she paid her tithe. She loved God. And she goes, is tithe on your gross or your net? And I said, well, God's first. It's on the gross of what you make, right? Before the government and the state and the federal and your Social Security and your 401k. Because seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? God goes first. And she looked at me and her countenance fell. And she goes, I've been paying tithe on my, on my net, not my gross. And I said, okay. And she goes, like, what do I do? I said, well, just start doing it right. And she's like, Oh. She didn't have to go back for five years. You know, God just wants us to change. And you know what? Because in our heart, we serve God. And God, thank you for showing me me. With heads bowed and eyes closed. God, thank you. Because when we see Jesus, God, you see us, but you're going to help us. And he said, salvation has come to this house. This man is a son of Abraham, just like anybody else. God sees us and God loves us, and God will change us, and God will make us a blessing to somebody else. God can do a miracle. Because when we see Jesus, you know what? You'll see a miracle. You'll see a miracle in your life, and others will see a miracle in your life. And you know what? You'll be part of a miracle in someone else's life because you're gonna help them see Jesus that's the one miracle that we all need let's find a place to pray these altars are open if you know that you need Jesus or maybe I need to see Jesus in a certain part of my life or I need Jesus Jesus is passing by today why don't you come down here and we can pray with you and let God do something in your life let God help you to go forward for him let God make a difference in you And then you can be the difference in someone else. People are coming. Why don't you come? Come and pray and let God do something. Let God speak to your life and speak to your heart. And let God do a miracle when we see Jesus. Jesus, you'll do a miracle this morning in these hearts and lives right now. God bless our sister, Lord, that you would have your way, God, speak, Lord, your word, your truth, by your spirit, and nothing less into this situation, in Jesus' precious name.